Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 329 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. Looking at Doctrine and Covenants, sections 137 to 138 in the week of November the 29th to December the 3rd, uh, December the 5th, my apologies. Um, today is the December the 3rd, uh, and we are going to be starting to look at section 138 um, properly now, and looking to see uh, what we learn from the experience of President Joseph F. Smith with this vision, this uh, revelation that he received about the spirit world. Now, firstly, a very important principle that we learn is about study and about prayer and about uh, receiving revelation for ourselves, because it's interesting how uh, President Joseph F. Smith received this revelation. It wasn't that he was given this glorious vision by the Lord, that it was just suddenly the right time for him to receive it, and so suddenly, you know, there it, there it was. Um, this came from some diligent study and reflection by President Smith. Uh, if we look in the verse 1, it says, On the 3rd of October in the year 1918, I sat in my room pondering over the scriptures. Now, for a start, you know, how often do we take the time to sit and ponder over the scriptures? Um, you know, obviously, we may well do our scripture study and tick that box, but how many of us actually take the time to sit and reflect on what we've just read and ponder over it. And in fact, in verse 2 it says, and reflecting upon the great atoning sacrifice that was made by the Son of God for the redemption of the world. So not only is he pondering over the scriptures, he, he is also um, reflecting on uh, the, the principles that he's learned about, the things that have been taught in those scriptures. Um and again, you know, this is something which we perhaps need to think about uh, if we do, because this is a model, a pattern after which we can pattern our study and our prayers on so that we can receive revelation. It isn't that we get on our knees, say our prayer, get off our knees and go to sleep straight away or we go we get on with our day if it's in the morning. We obviously need to reflect, take some time to reflect now, this is much easier said than done, of course, because we all have very busy lives. But finding that time to be able to take time out to just sit and think and not just think about, you know, oh, has has the iron been switched off or have I thought of what we're having for dinner tonight or something like that, but to truly think on what has just been studied or what you've studied recently um, and how these apply and impact your life. I think this is a really useful um, suggestion and idea um, drawn from the verses that are given here at the start of section 138. Because if President Smith wasn't uh, in this state of mind of reflecting on the scriptures and pondering over uh, the the principles taught in there, um, and then actually in verse 5 it says, while I was thus engaged, my mind was revert my mind reverted to the writings of the apostle Peter to the primitive saints scattered abroad throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, and other parts of Asia. So then he reflects on these principles and then 
um, reversed and thinks about the, the study that you've made, you've done previously, or writings or verses that you've studied previously, that may relate and link uh, to what you are considering. Making sure that this is an active process rather than just passively sitting and thinking and then perhaps letting your mind wander, uh, but actually engaging with those thoughts and thinking how other scriptures and other things you perceived uh, through the Spirit apply to these things as well. Uh, we can receive great uh, insights uh, and, and revelations. Now, obviously, we're not going to receive perhaps a, a revelation similar to the one that President Smith goes on to explain um, once he has read the uh, the verses that he refers to uh, in first in the first epistle of Peter. Um, but it says in verse 11, As I pondered over these things which are written, the eyes of my understanding were opened, and the Spirit of the Lord rested upon me, and I saw, I saw the hosts of the dead, both small and great. Uh, so once again, uh, this idea of you know, pondering over things um, and seeking for understanding, more understanding about these things, recognizing with humility. I mean, this is obviously a prophet of God. And the fact that he, you know, in, in his later years, um, after presumably having, having studied these scriptures many times before, considers that there's furthermore, further things that he can learn about these principles, I think is a great sign of humility. And sometimes many of us may think that we've studied, you know, the, the Doctrine and Covenants or the Book of Mormon X number of times. You know, we know what's in there. Of course, we'll do our, our scripture study and read it because we don't meant to. But we just kind of read it and say, oh, yes, I remember this. Oh, yes, I remember that. Rather than pondering and reflecting and thinking, is there something further uh, that I have missed or that I have not considered? I think that that is a really important and uh, powerful practice that we can get ourselves into uh, whilst we study. Um, President Henry B. Eyring uh, said this, quote, For me, President Joseph F. Smith set an example of how pondering can invite light from God. It is recorded in the 138th section of the Doctrine and Covenants. He had been reading and studying many scriptures trying to understand how the effects of the Savior's atonement would reach those who had died never having heard of his message. Repentance, prayer, and pondering over the scriptures are essential parts of our quali of qualifying for the gifts of the Spirit in our priesthood service. Further magnification of our power to serve will come as we respond with faith to go forward in our callings with the Holy Ghost to help us. Close quote. So President Aaron gives us an insight into the things that we can be doing uh, to be able to receive light, further understanding, guidance, uh, from our Heavenly Father, um, and we need to make sure we are trying to then apply these into our lives, rather than just knowing the principle um, and just not engaging or acting with it. So I thought it was important to begin really with a big discussion and a reflection on that pattern, and hopefully we can apply that further. But now obviously, in verse 12 onwards, we have this actual vision, um, it says, there were gathered together in one place an innumerable company of the spirits of the just who have been faithful in the testimony of, the flesh of, of Jesus while they lived in mortality. So we have here this, uh, this innumerable company, which is, first of all, wonderful because um, you know, 
if there is an, an innumerable company of those who are righteous, uh, who've been faithful in their testimony of Jesus, then we can imagine ourselves amongst an, that innumerable company. President Daniel H. Jokes says, quote, reflecting on the wartime deaths of so many worthy and wonderful members and how much suffering this has caused their loved ones, I have thought of President Joseph F. Smith's great vision recorded in the 138th section of the Doctrine and Covenants. They were organised and appointed as messengers, clothed with power and authority and commissioned to go forth and carry the light of the gospel to them that were in darkness. Reflecting on this revelation and remembering the millions who have fallen in war, I rejoice in the Lord's plan, in which the adversity of the deaths of many righteous individuals is turned into the blessing of righteous messengers to preach the gospel to their countless comrades in arms. Close quote. It's a really good point here by President Oaks. Uh, this huge gathering, this innumerable company of righteous saints, there will be uh, several, many, however, however many what the number is, um, of those righteous individuals who perhaps in their lives and perhaps in their death um, had not the best of circumstances, whether they had great struggles throughout their lives or whether their deaths were unjust and uncalled for and seemingly unfair because of the lives that they were living. There was an innumerable company of hosts there and the reason they were there was to receive their assignments to go and preach and to further the work and preach the gospel to those who were dead who had not received uh, this gospel or who maybe had rejected it. We need to remember that mortality is not the start and the end of our journey. It is nowhere near the beginning and it is certainly nowhere near the end of our journey. And that we can continue to work and progress and learn and serve and love after this life is such a great blessing to know because it first of all helps us know we don't have to be perfect when we reach the end of this life, which is a you know a relief because we're not going to be, but also because um, we can be engaged in a great cause after this life as well. We'll continue to study more about this over the next couple of days as we continue through this section. So I thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the study. Please follow the podcast on Facebook and make sure you listen and tune in every day to hear uh, our bite-sized daily podcast study. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.